It's time for episode 70 of Career Growth Made Easy. Today we're talking about how mentors can help you grow. Join me. Welcome back to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast, episode 70, Mentors Can Help You Grow. I'm your host, Craig Ansell. When you think about mentoring, what comes to mind? It could be a friend, it could be a colleague, heck, it could even be a long distance or virtual relationship for that matter. Mentoring usually takes on the form of one of three types, traditional one-on-one mentoring, where you, the mentee, receive mentoring advice. It could be through a direct relationship or a program at your work or perhaps within your community. The second would be distance mentoring. That's where you have a relationship with one or more mentors. And again, it could be at different locations or virtually. And finally, there's group mentoring. This is where a single mentor provides education and information and guidance to a group of mentees of two or more. Now, you might say, whoa, Craig, I already have enough information. I already have enough on my plate. I do my job really well. That's awesome. But if you're interested in growth at some future point in your life, and hopefully you are, you might want to consider a mentor or actually multiple mentors. Now, Working with mentors can be challenging, but it's really rewarding as well. I've been on both sides. I've been a mentee, the one receiving the advice, guidance, or counseling. And I've also been on the other side and frequently am a mentor. Occasionally, when looking for a mentor, I may run into a situation where there's a dual benefit. We'll do co-mentoring. That's where I give, they receive, then they give, and I receive. It really works out well, because even in a mentor-mentee relationship, believe it or not, if you're the mentee, you have something to give as well. Your different viewpoints, your different experience, and your different interpretations of knowledge and understanding of that knowledge can help play a role in others, especially if the mentors are senior to you. They're looking at things a certain way, things they've experienced, and it might be part of their wisdom, something that they're going to download or help you with. But they might not realize how you see things. So when they take the time to mentor you and you provide your viewpoints, it doesn't mean that your views are wrong. It just means that your views are different. Different views can help them understand the way you and others, potentially your peers on your team, are thinking, and it can potentially provide ways for mentors, managers, coaches, supervisors, or leaders to better communicate to their staff by understanding what you see from an individual, contributor, or working level class of position. Now, having a mentor-mentee relationship is a positive. It is not a sign of weakness and it is not a negative mark against you or your work record for that matter. In fact, it's the exact opposite, especially if you are the one to go and seek out a mentor. 
Now, if your company doesn't support mentor-mentee relationships, you can look elsewhere. In your community, potentially, if you support or go to church, you could reach out there. Also, there might be some support groups that meet at a local library, even virtually. You could check online and see what's going on there. You could look at things or areas that you're struggling with or you wish you had more information on. If there's particular areas in your life that cause you strong anxiety or fear, maybe you're just uncomfortable, say, with public speaking, or you know that you're not really good at giving presentations and you're required to do so on a weekly or monthly basis, you might want to reach out to someone in that area and ask, hey, I noticed that you're really strong in these areas. I am not as comfortable as you are speaking in public or presenting, even if it's in front of a computer and I'm hiding behind my monitor and microphone. I know there's potentially several people, even dozens of people watching me on the other side, and I'm so worried about how I'm going to communicate, so worried about how my message is going to come across. So, In situations like that, you can look for others that have a particular strength or a skill that you want to acquire. It might be an area you've recognized as one of your weaknesses. And by the way, when we talk about strengths and weaknesses, everybody has a particular set of strengths and everybody has at least one weakness. No, you may not be proud of it, and neither am I, knowing some of our strengths and weaknesses, but you always have some of each. Why am I focusing on that for a brief moment? Because when it comes to resumes and cover letters, you need to know your strengths and weaknesses. And if that resume and cover letter gets you an interview, you need to be prepared to speak on your strengths and weaknesses. Those are some of the key questions that are asked during interviews. So, if you do approach a mentor-mentee relationship, it will help you with some of your weaknesses, no doubt. However, once that weakness is improved, and so now it's not as big a challenge for you as it was before, you can use that to your advantage and put that down on your performance reviews when you have discussions with your management or leadership, and even track it personally to see that you now do a better job at, let's say, presenting. Once that skill is strongly polished, and it might take some time, you could then say, okay, I've got, I've turned rather, a weakness into a strength, A plus for you, good work. However, there's likely another weakness or two lurking out there, and you should reevaluate rather than rest comfortably knowing that you polished up your single weakness? That is true. It's true it's an accomplishment, but there's something else out there lurking. And if you can't figure it out, ask a friend, family member, or colleague, what would you say an area that I have for improvement would be? That might surprise you what they say, but be open and honest when you're ready to receive that feedback. That way you can jot it down. Since you've asked a question, You might find that they reply with, Hey, Craig, I noticed that you don't do the greatest job when speaking, or you have a lot of stutter or stumble words, such as um, uh, or ah, when you get around large groups of people. You use a lot of filler words. Just resist the urge to respond and take down notes. Also, when you get put on the spot, 
sometimes you start speaking immediately instead of composing your thoughts. By the way, that's a very common thing for us to do. The minute that we're put on the spot with a question or we interpret it as a potential accusation, we almost immediately go into fight or flight mode and rapidly and possibly loudly respond. That does show a defensive mechanism about us, and that's something that takes time to overcome. So if you ever get mentioned that you respond aggressively or defensively when someone questions you or questions or challenges a topic or project you're working on, just think about that for a moment and see how you could change and improve your communication style, possibly by having a mentor, so that they can kind of monitor you over a time period, whether it's three months, six months, a year. You could meet every couple weeks, maybe once a month. But with mentoring, you just want to see if you're growing, if you're improving with those areas that were identified as weaknesses. That's truly the case with a mentor as opposed to a coach. With a coach, let's say a baseball coach or a voice coach, you go to them for a specific reason. I need help with X. And they help you with that. Maybe with baseball, it's to help you with pitching or improve your batting. With a voice coach, maybe your voice cracks and you want to try to get a better vocal range. I don't know. But with mentors, it's a little different because they're here to help you grow. And meaning, as your weaknesses change because you're improving upon them, you can ask for different levels of help from them. If one mentor doesn't have the experience or knowledge that you need, you could keep them and say, thank you so much for working with me for three or six months. I really appreciate it. I'm going to seek out a second mentor to work on a different area of my weakness and a different area of focus. You can keep in touch with them to check in every now and then and let them know how you're doing, or you can professionally, respectfully close your first relationship and move on to another. Mentors understand that it is a temporary relationship in most cases. Some will last a couple cycles or a couple meetings, which again could be once a week, once a month, whatever works for you and their availability, their bandwidth. Then they would move on to someone else or that mentor would potentially take a pause and go back to the regular work. If you realize that something that you had been mentored on is now become a problem again, you've fallen back into a slump, or let's say that you had grown in confidence with presenting and public speaking, and then you realize that you are starting to fall back into your old ways, you might want to look at your notes before contacting the mentor that you had prior and ask yourself, do I have enough information here to re-steer myself, to get myself back on the tracks? Or is there something new that's cropped up in my life that's caused me a challenge with presenting? Maybe I should reach back out to my original mentor and ask them to reevaluate me. Them, knowing me as well as they do, will get me up to speed much faster than starting out with a new relationship. So, with today's episode, Mentors Help You Grow, it's to give you an idea of areas that you could grow in. Now, I've talked about strengths and I've talked about weaknesses, focusing mostly on weaknesses. There's another area that you can look at as well, and it comes from the SWOT acronym. No, not the police SWOT, S-W-O-T. The S stands for strengths, the W for weaknesses, O is for opportunity, and T is for threat, 
That's SWOT. So with regards to mentoring, you can focus on the O for opportunities. If there's an upcoming position, a potential promotion position looming for someone, and you're interested in applying because you know, let's say a colleague is retiring or the the size of your company or your team is growing and they're likely to post a supervisor or a managerial position, you can start to prepare for that in advance. And a mentor could be a great way to help you with that. The O part opportunity comes from you looking around, being cognizant and being aware of what's going on in your life personally and professionally. A lot of what we talk about on Career Growth Made Easy does talk about your professional work life, but it also handles your personal side as well, because a lot of what you can do to grow personally also supports you professionally, especially when it comes to stronger communication, such as stronger speaking and stronger listening skills. So keep an eye out for your strengths, keep an eye out for your weaknesses, maybe monitor them, or put a little grading scale together, something personal and private for you, just to see how you're doing. And keep an eye out for those opportunities. They don't have to be posted opportunities, such as open positions or chances for advancement that are listed on your job board or with human resources. It could be from attending group meetings, team meetings, or word of mouth at the water cooler at the coffee machine. Just keep an ear open, keep an eye out. You never know what opportunities are looming. And if you have a mentor, you could use that mentor to your advantage by having them help you grow. Now, the final piece of SWAT is T, threat. It's not used as much. However, when you think about opportunities, as we just discussed, such as potential supervisory position, managerial role that might be opening up due to retirement, due to your team's growth, something of that nature, it's likely others are going to apply as well. If you were to make up a list of other people that were going to apply, make that list up in your head. I think Bob and Joe and Janet are going to apply and be competition against me. That would be what are considered threats. With that said, you can also use a mentor to help you with threats. You could list down the areas that you feel those three people have strengths and weaknesses in, and you could evaluate yourself against them, kind of like a mock pre-interview. With that said, you might think, well, I've strongly grown with my communication and presenting skills, so I feel very comfortable against all three of them. However, in this particular area, I know that I'm weak. Maybe it's team leadership. Maybe it's being a visionary. If I were put in charge of a group of people, I might get asked during the interview, what do you see, Craig, for the future of this company or for our team? What is your forward-thinking vision if you are put in a position of supervisory capacity or as a manager? You need to be prepared for those types of questions if you're moving into a potential role for leadership. If you quite honestly can't answer that question now during this podcast, you're not likely to do well if given the chance in an interview. You may mumble, stumble, may even get that deer in the headlights, big eye look, 
and just pause indefinitely. Mentors can help you with that if you realize that could be an area of weakness for you. And again, the way you figure that out is evaluating your threats when it comes to potential promotions, pay raises, open positions that are going to be posted or likely to be posted in the future. Evaluate your competition. If you don't know your competition well, just make up a few. Person A, B, and C. Well, this person's strong in this area and weak in this. This person's strengths are here, here, and here. They might have a weakness here. Or just list all their strengths. If you don't feel that your strengths align with or exceed over theirs, that basically gives you areas to work on, what we could call your weaknesses or your least strengths. The point here is to always be working on something. You can polish your strengths so that they shine just a little better, but I would rather focus on significantly improving your weaknesses. Then when opportunities do come along, you're prepared to apply for them. And finally, with additional preparation with those opportunities comes your evaluation of threats. Think about your potential competition and how you can outpace them or outperform them, even when it comes to discussions such as interviews. Then, when you're awarded that supervisory or managerial role, for example, you'll be ready to perform. I hope today's podcast, Episode 70, Mentors Help You Grow, gives you an idea of some areas that you could work on with regards to growth, and you might have been able to think of some potential mentors that you can work with. As we said earlier, there's different types of mentoring, one-on-one, distant or virtual, as well as group mentoring, which again can be in-person or virtually. You don't have to keep the same type of mentor relationship with each One might be one-on-one because they're nearby, your neighborhood, your apartment complex. Another could be virtually, and they don't even have to be within your same company. It might just be something that you're aligned with, something that you're both familiar with. You have something to give them, co-mentoring, if you will, and they have something to give you back. Typically, mentoring sessions are done at no charge and as a courtesy to each other, though I have heard of some which do require payment. I hope you're doing well during these recovery of COVID times and you're enjoying my Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I've been your host, Craig Ansell. I look forward to serving up future episodes to you. Please go out to social media at Craig Ansell for LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, as well as iTunes, Spotify, and others. And please give us some solid ratings and reviews. We look forward to hearing from you, and if you have any particular challenges or concerns, you can reach us on that social media platform series or directly to me, Craig at CraigAnsell.com. I look forward to hearing from you and serving up fresh new episodes. Have a great week ahead.